0: You're listening to the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast. I'm your host, Angela Sanchez, beauty business mentor and founder of Beauty Business Co. I want you to believe that you can achieve anything if you set your mind to it. I'll be interviewing leading beauty industry professionals and discovering exactly what drove them to becoming the hashtag beauty boss they are today. Are you ready to be inspired? You're listening to episode 23 of Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss Podcast with today's guest, Katie Bacon. Katie is a paramedical skin therapist, nutritionist, and all-time lover of health and beauty, and an ingredient junkie. Katie is now head of Murad Skincare Australia and works very closely with Dr. Murad, bringing this revolutionary brand to the Australian market with its core philosophy, connecting the mind, the body and the skin. It's such an innovative brand and Katie is a wealth of knowledge. She inspires me to speak more confidently about ingredients and their powerful effects on changing the skin to my own clients. I honestly just wish I could bundle her up and have her work in my clinic. This episode is brought to you by Beauty Boss Pro. This is our membership platform where beauty bosses from around the world are taking inspired action and becoming a thriving, successful hashtag beauty boss. Inside, we release a masterclass every month from an expert I found throughout my beauty business journey that's helped me grow and saved me time and overwhelm. This beautypreneur journey is never ending and the questions I receive every day in my inbox regarding beauty business questions ...is what fuels me to finding solutions for our industry. You can join the waitlist as the doors will reopen on April 1st. And you want to be on that list to make sure you get an insider past because the doors close and they won't reopen for another three months and the price will rise. So head to www.beautybusinessco.com to check out more information on if you think Beauty Boss Pro will be the right fit for you. Katie, welcome to my virtual beauty lounge. Thank you so much for being here today. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Thanks for having me. I am really, really well, thank you. Um, We have been a part of each other's journey for a little while, don't you think?
1: (laughs) Gosh,
0: over five years now, a couple of years. Yeah. It really does fly, doesn't it? So, um, Katie and I first cross paths in our Dermalogica days Um, Katie was the um, business development manager for New South Wales when I was working for Dermalogica as a business consultant in Queensland. So we got to connect when I visited the Sydney head office, which was always great. And although I was um, pregnant and not the greatest party animal in Vegas, we did share that experience together as well, which was, um, one of the highlights of my career still to date. So, um, yeah, and you know, things have changed. So I wanted to, um, get you on the show to basically share your journey because you have such an incredible, um, beauty boss story to share, um, When you spoke in one of the head office meetings, I just was kind of captivated with the amount of knowledge that you had for ingredient technology and um, I just knew that you were someone that was just a wealth of information and well, such an asset to any company. So I know that our listeners are going to get a lot from you but we'll kick off the show with what your definition of a hashtag beauty boss is. Okay
1: gosh that was that was an intro I almost feel I'm I'm blushing it's um, (laughs) (laughs) the original skin geek I think I am I just love ingredient technologies so I'm sure I bore others but uh, gosh a beauty boss it's it's a big term isn't it and I think such a a broad reaching term is everyone in our industry is really a beauty boss in a way. But I guess I would define a beauty boss as someone who has the courage to risk everything for their dream, much like you have. I mean, you left a, a nice job at Dermalogica to really drive, drive your dream and passion and, you know, anything from a beauty, beauty therapist that's passionate about what they do to that business owner, who's, who's really got that determination to make what they do a success Um, And I think for me, it's a privilege to be in our industry. And it's probably one of the last professions where we're really trusted with someone's skin, their secrets and their life journey. So I believe a beauty boss ultimately is someone that's dedicated to giving genuine care to their clients.
0: Mm, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a really great definition and we all have it in us if we, you know, had interest to go into beauty college for some reason. I know there's a few um, girls that I went through college with who aren't in the industry or chose not to go down the industry path and now they're back and it's such a great skill set to have. Um, because it can always fall back on you as well. You know, there's there's so many opportunities for our industry to dive into. So, um, yeah, I, I love my term beauty boss because, it, yeah, it's, it's pretty broad. Um, and I think that it's such a good little um, hashtag to have out there because it says, you know, you can take charge of your life if you want to. And our industry is such a great one to be in, don't you think?
1: Oh, absolutely. And I think once a therapist, always a therapist, it seems to be, as you said, uh, an industry that that people genuinely have passion for and can go in any direction. You know, it doesn't just have to be within beauty. It can be like myself in a skincare company or running your own business like you have. So Mm. there's a lot of opportunity to succeed or women to succeed, particularly in our industry.
0: Yep, yep, absolutely. So I want you to start from the beginning, share your story, what led you to choosing your beauty um, career and, um, and take us to where you are today.
1: Gosh, well, it's funny talking
0: about yourself, isn't it? Because
1: you spend your life sort of talking about other people's needs in our industry. But um, I guess I started beauty when I was 17 uh, and I always joke that beauty is my long-term love and my longest relationship, which makes my partner laugh. Um, <laughs> <and it's> been, <laughs> I guess it's been it's been my passion for that long, and we're actively dating. I say, and it's been 18 years, so I think it's the industry I'm I'm in for life. And I mean, when I was 17, I was supposed to be an artist, so I was about to go to the College of Fine Arts and and hopefully become a world-renowned artist, but. A little part of me was just really fascinated with health and I've always been interested in a healthy skin and a healthy body. Uh, and so really that's what started my career as a beauty therapist. And I studied clinical nutrition as well because I, I'm really fascinated by the science of our body, what makes you know our bodies do what they do and why our skin functions the way it, it does. Uh, so I didn't ever really have a plan. It, Sort of things just unfolded and I really just loved what I did as a beauty therapist Uh, and that's really sort of where I, I started and then I've been very lucky in my career to be mentored by amazing women and anyone that's listening if you don't have if you don't have a mentor you absolutely should um, I think you definitely in this you know, career pathway need someone that you admire and respect in our industry with definitely more experience than you because uh, you need help sometimes as a therapist to grow outside of your comfort zone and sort of show you what's outside of our bubble sometimes to see where you can develop. And I was lucky to have that. And I guess that's how I sort of fell into sales and education in a way is that my mentor had encouraged me from a salon into a sales role, uh, mainly because I was a very good retailer. And it's something I hear a lot from businesses is, you know, retailing is a challenge, but I could never understand why someone would invest in going and having a beauty treatment, but would go home and use ponds or Clinique or something that wasn't going to deliver them the results. So for me, home care was an absolute non-negotiable. And I always believed that healthy skin was beautiful skin. So part of what they did at home was part of that. So I guess that's where my journey then came because I wanted to expand on that, I guess, that passion. So I started working with skincare companies because I really wanted to help other businesses and therapists get results for their clients, retain their customers and then also make profit at the same time, which is one of the challenges. And then that was lucky. I was lucky enough for that to sort of take me around the world. Um, I've worked in the UK and Australia uh, and now I'm working with Murad Skincare, which is wonderful. So I'm really privileged to work with Dr. Howard Murad and he's what I would consider, I guess, a pioneer in the industry um, and a very inspirational doctor in the industry of beauty. And he's got this big core philosophy around the connection of the mind, the body and the skin and really that belief that this connection Is where our health lies. And I think it's this philosophy that resonates with me, my passion and my background. Uh, And I'm really, really very privileged to be part of this startup team that's driving global expansion here in Australia.
0: Mm, Yeah, fantastic. Well, congratulations on the, well, you've been in the role for a little while now. um, But I, when, you know, Murad came to Australia to start its distribution into the professional skin clinics, it was quite an exciting um, time as well, because it was really sparking that it had expanded so much, I think, in the UK and America, um, that not a lot of people had heard of it here. Um, And it looks like a very innovative brand, much like Dermalogica taking its, you know, ingredient technology to the next level at every opportunity it can with the the lineup that's around it. So that's really fantastic that you are head of Australia because I know that um, the clinics that are taking it on are having some really great change with the skins that they're treating in their clinics.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it's exciting. It's um, an interesting philosophy to have a doctor's brand that's also wellness focused. So I think mm. it's part of the new, new way we're all concerned about how we live, the way we live, uh, and also how we look. So to be able to deliver results from a clinical background, but with a holistic aspect to it is, is exciting. And yeah, it's yep. really growing very fast. That's why it's the number one brand, professional brand used in the US and UK. So that's the aim one day here to be, you know, that that force to be reckoned with in Australia.
0: Yep, absolutely. How exciting. So Katie, you're out on the road a bit in our beauty businesses. I want you to take this on whatever direction you see fit, but which hurdles do you continually see popping up when it comes to running a beauty business?
1: Absolutely. It, it's a tough one because running business is hard. It doesn't matter if it's a solo operator to someone that runs, you know, a team of 20 in a spa, I think fundamentals of business are the same. So, There are a few that I think I've noticed pop up regularly from your your podcast, which are things like staffing, you know, staff turnover, cash flow. And I know a lot of your previous podcasts have actually covered these areas. Um, But for us, I guess, I've noticed the big question these days is where to invest your business's money in terms of marketing and and business investment, both from a time and monetary perspective, because we're all time Um, and I know yourself, you're running your business and with your your family, it's it's trying to fit everything in and where you're going to get the best return on your investment as far as marketing. Mm. So, for example, Graham is a really good one with that. How much do you spend? How much time do you have on there versus what your return on investment is? And the big thing is our industry is changing and it's changing fast Um, and sort of better or worse, it's really driven by trends. And the demand for visual presence, I think everything's changed to be around how you look and aspiration in our looks, what we wear, how you are, all of that external factors is what's driving consumer demand. And this is really changing how businesses need to adapt, not just in local market, but global market. And I think that's one of the big challenges is you may be you know. Uh, a solo operator or a small business that's a passion therapist but you may actually have a global presence and with social media everything we do now is seen in the UK or the US even if you're you know you could be anywhere in the world and have a, a global presence so it's being aware of our footprint and really making sure what the right voice or the right channel is for marketing your business and it can be you know a difficult one so yeah. as a company we're personally investing in Instagram. I know you use Instagram a lot, and a lot of businesses do. It suits our needs, and we know that everyone has social media, so it's it's a great outlet, and it's also affordable because it's sort of that money outlay for businesses. But you've got also got to weigh up how much time it takes. I know I don't know about yourself, but I know I, we probably spend about fifty percent of our time on social media. It's it's terrifying when you've got those apps that tell you how long you've been been online for. Um, so. We know that we need to be on social media, um, but the question is really the long-term goal of that. So it's sort of this working now for the future. So the short-term, the gains are small and it's quite a saturated digital space, but it's really thinking long-term about your voice and the presence and what you want to be seen as in, in the market to drive consumers to you.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it can on a daily basis when you're looking at, um, you know, what your captions are going to be, what your pitch is going to be with that caption, then creating stories, then having a complete marketing strategy around engaging with your audience. And that means the ones that are commenting on your tiles and also ones that could be potentially your ideal client. You really, you know, it's... It's a great fun visual platform and we can all get um, lost in the feed and the scroll sometimes. But if you look at Instagram as a working business for your business, it can actually create amazing amounts of income for you. But it's, as you say, a strategy that's going to um, build relationships that know, like and trust factor. Um, It's a platform that you can share content on and repurpose content on. So if you've got a blog that you have attached to your website, you can actually create an image for your Instagram and have the link in your profile. So you're, it's just, it's an amazing platform, but definitely when we're looking at hurdles, there's so much overwhelm to be across everything all the time. And I think that's where sort of the vision between, Behind Beauty Business Co. has started because it's like everyone's contacting me going, how do you do this? How did you set up um, that? I wish I had something like that. How did you do those graphics? And question, 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 you know, and um, that creates stress and Um, yeah, you know, our cortisol levels are uh, flying through the the roof (laughs) just to be on top of our social media game as well. So my tip with that one is, you know, choose one and do it well, like learn it back to front. So if um, yours is Instagram, then that is absolutely fantastic. And um, you'll be able to find out if that's a platform for you to invest in if your ideal clients are actually hanging out there through your analytics and, and really looking into that to see if it's working for you as well. So whether it's Facebook or Instagram, um, they seem to be the two great platforms for our industry to be on. Um, I do believe that you could, that you should have a presence on all of them, but really um, when it comes to investing your time, making sure that you're, um, honing in on one of them would just would you agree Katie yeah I think as you
1: said do it do it right and do it well and I think the amazing thing with your business as well as that support that you mentioned is contracting people out that do things well you know seeking advice in others to be able to support so if it's not your strength You know you need to be there finding people that are good with that or have materials that you can use to adapt to grow that presence because we live in an online world and we can fight it or we can join it and um, the faster businesses join and move move with where the clients are going, where the consumers are seeking their information and the more we can get ahead and utilise it, the better it is for business. Uh, So it's just a matter of being being present and and helping leverage people's expertise and, and businesses like yours that provide all of those answers what a, yeah. what a wealth information you have and stress reduction when you've got a template that you can use i can't tell you
0: oh absolutely and that's what it's all about right like if i've gone through it if i've dealt with the stress with finding out the information already and i've got a platform that can um help someone save time within their businesses then i don't see why it shouldn't be shared you know and that that's probably something that you're um with murad their business model with the support that you offer your um professional skin clinics that are are stocking the range as well like i'm i know that there's companies that have Incredible support, and all you need to do is seek out the um, the person that's going to be able to help you. So, you know, if you do have a product line in your business, then make sure that you're asking your business development manager for help in what what you are looking for. You know, so I always hear that content creation is something that people um, are struggling with. So, these drag and drop tools are just Going to be fantastic for you to be able to like sa- save time with the overwhelm in the graphic design or being able to come up with a promotional idea, um, but that's something that your product houses will be able to support you with as well. So absolutely,
1: yeah. absolutely. If you cool don't one. know
0: it, if you don't know it, seek it out. <laughs> <laughs> Good lesson. Absolutely. So what are your top two important tips for the aspired Beauty Boss listener to learn from when starting their own business?
1: Oh, see, this is a good one. And I was trying to think what pearls of wisdom I could could impart. I guess, firstly, firstly, most important for me is we are a customer service based industry. So I think sometimes we get busy or and or comes down to staffing and and time but making sure that we are providing a service to our clients that also supports emotional care. Uh, In this day and age we don't have enough time for emotional care and I think it's really important that everyone in your business from say receptionist to the therapist, yourself even if you're the owner, ensuring consistency in your service and also making sure that everything you and your staff are doing are in line with your brand message and really having a clear idea of who you are and what you as a business stand for Um, and just driving that message home in every touch point with your clients it's really the biggest area I see businesses fail and clients want to feel like they're the only person in that room they want to feel like they're your only client so if we get the service right and you have your brand messaging right you will never
0: lose a client again. Mm, I love that. That's a fantastic piece of advice. That's the golden nugget of the episode so far.
1: <laughs> that's my one thing, service. I can't. Yeah, I can't stress service enough, and that's the first thing to go when we're we're busy. Yeah. Uh, and then secondly is something that I'm also really passionate about because I just see so many many business owners do this, but build a saleable asset. Because what happens is a lot of passionate therapists like myself and you know yourself go into business we, we're we really good therapists we love what we do and we just want to have our own business doing what we love um, and we want to be our own boss so off we go and we we have these these businesses and I take my hat off to, to the brave men and women out there that do open businesses but all too often I see business owners just work like Trojans and really what they've done is if they've made themselves self-employed and they've made themselves self-employed to the worst boss ever, which is themselves. Because you don't give yourself time off. You don't have breaks. You just work, work, work. And ultimately you get burnt out and then you want to sell your business. Uh, And then you're not able to because you are your business. So the most important thing any business owner can do, whether they want to sell or not, is really put in structure so that they have an asset that one day if they ever wanted to, they could sell. Mm. and that's really having effective policies and procedures and a client base that's ultimately not reliant on you to do their services you have to have something physical to sell and a lot of therapists are hands-on therapists that own and run a business and all they're selling is a client list Um, and therefore it's hard to to move on if they wanted to so making sure that you have all this structure in place and you have something to sell. You've got IP that you can sell. Intellectual property is really key.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a fantastic tip as well. And I think, I mean, I did it. I dived in. I wanted to create the backup plan for having a child. And was obviously, it was great to have that opportunity to build the salon a part of my home um when we built our house and yeah you just get started right because you have this passion and love for helping people and making people feel good about themselves and then you know when i hired my first staff member it really made me sit back and think okay if i want this to be a positive outcome and make sure my clients are feeling comfortable with this staff member i really need to look at the um, the policies and procedures the structures making sure that that staff member has those same values and ethics as what i want to portray within my business as well um, so yeah it's um it's always not the first thing to um for a business owner in the beauty industry to look at but um, yeah, if you haven't done something like that, I really do urge you to to sit down and have a really look at the foundations of your business, and again, get that vision in place first. See that three hundred and sixty degree of where you see yourself in the twenty year time frame, and that can always tweak and change along the journey. But um, and then work backwards from there. I think that's really really important. So thank you for sharing that. I think um, the audience will be loving to hear a little bit of a kick up the bum with that (laughs) oh
1: it's just one of those sad things where you just you you see people work so hard and they're amazing at what they do and you think things shouldn't always be so hard you know a bit of certain templates you can get from lots of skincare companies but putting structure in place and a good business coach sometimes can help you Um, with all of this structure if you're not sure where to start and just small things in place just make life so much easier for business owners and managers
0: yeah so absolutely
1: I'd love to see more businesses do is is put a little bit of structure in place to make life easier for themselves
0: yeah definitely So are you on, you are on your phone quite a bit because I see you seeing my stories all the time. (laughs) Um, I'd love for you to share three apps that you just can't live without. It's hard to narrow
1: it down to three, isn't it? But of course, Instagram, we've talked about that. So I live on, on Instagram, both for, for myself and for the business. So that's a key one. Canva is another big one. So creating templates and, all of that marketing needs for business and for, well, both for social and for business marketing. Uh, And then uh, Later, have you used Later, the Instagram pre-scheduled
0: app? Um, I use Plan, the one that it's sort of, yeah, it's more Instagram focused, but you can flick it over to Facebook as well if you need to. Perfect. So this
1: one's very similar. So it's a, an editing app that helps with pre-scheduling posts. So it just means that we can do all of our work at once and it sort of does the week's worth of posting. So you're not on there every day going, oh my gosh, what am I going to, what am I going to create? What am I going to talk about today? So when you have the, the wave of inspiration all on a Sunday afternoon, you can uh, build all of your posts and, and it shares them throughout the week, which is a saviour of time
0: oh definitely i I totally recommend if anyone does not have a scheduling tool for their social media, you know we were talking about that it's a hurdle to be across it all, but if there's something that's given to you like plan or later that you can actually do, a, you know, upload the photos that you want to have on your Instagram feed and plan it all out to look color coordinated, making sure your brand is flowing through the messaging that you're delivering. And yeah, I spend about an hour every Sunday doing that and moving all my photos around and making sure that that's looking good and then creating some captions. And if something randomly pops up in the middle of it, then I'll, I'll make, maybe midweek have to move some things around. But it really does save so much time. And then you can work, if it's all pre-scheduled, then you can really work on that whole marketing strategy of engaging with your audience more rather than wondering about what you're going to post on the fly.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're probably the top three, but then one, I know it's not three, but four, but a more personal one, is um, a must-have is Down Dog Yoga app so i literally live out of hotels so and i know a lot of business owners are busy and don't get time to exercise and exercise is so important for mental health and keeping clarity in business so down dog yoga is the best yoga app if you just and you can customize it whether you've got a quick 15 minutes and you want to do a bit of meditation or a bit of exercise or you've got an hour or 90 minutes so uh, i can't rave about that app enough for busy working people to try and keep grounded.
0: Mm. That's a good one. I haven't actually looked into that one. I will leave that one in the show notes for everyone to go and look at. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Definitely worth try. Thank you. So what is one thing you're constantly searching for when it comes to support in what you do daily? This Yeah, this was a hard one that I was
1: like, oh, it could be so many ways because we always need support. Um, but we're always searching for newness. So we're as a company, we're constantly launching new and innovative products. So that means we're always searching for new ways to communicate the information and, I guess, content out there that we can partner with. So help in relevant or support in relevant content creation of content searching for it anything to do with communicating it to our clients I'm yet to find something that can like a robot that can help me but um, it's a full-time job so support in any of that areas would be amazing content creation and education is is such a big beast it's one that we have to feed daily so it's definitely an area I need assistance in because it's a full-time job.
0: Yep, yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, I see um, even when there's a new product launch and there's that opportunity to have like an influencers high T and all of these incredible influencers are trying your product and starting to talk about it and then there's the opportunity to launch that professionally with the professional beauty industry so you can get it in the hands of um, lots of skin clinics that actually don't stock your brand um and then yeah just all those different touch points that we need to be across i I would love to if you meet that robot (laughs) please give
1: me the the details (laughs) just one of those those amazing robots that brings you coffee and, and tea and sort of assists you with your admin would just be wonderful hopefully someone creates one of those one day
0: Yeah. (laughs) So do you have any specific routines that you stick to to set up your day for success?
1: Oh, look, I do. I mean, sometimes it goes a bit pear-shaped because I travel so much, but I am very much a morning person. So I have to start my day at 5 or 5.30, which some people think is abhorrent. So I get up before the rest of my house so the first thing I'll do is make a cup of tea and then I actually do an hour of work. So I catch up on emails that I may have got from, you know, our global partners, prepare the day. Um, and then I spend a bit of time on Instagram as you do, a guilty habit. I, I just say it's for work, of course. So that's my excuse. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do it for for about an hour and then then I shut off. So my family get up and I spend morning. So we go for a dog walk. We have breakfast together um and just spend a bit of time to be connected to them because that's, of course, who matters the most is my family. So it means that I'm not taking time away from them. So I get up, I do my work, then I have time for them and then I go to work. So I'm not rushed or overwhelmed. I'm ready to start the day and I'm connected to, to everything I need to do. So I guess that's probably my biggest routine in the morning.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. I like that. And it's a it's a nice simple routine as well. If you can get into the the habit of waking up at the same time every day and um I wish I could get up and my son wouldn't wake up with me. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds horrible doesn't it but just to give me an hour i um i think i snuck out of bed this morning and i think i've got 20 minutes to um set up a couple of emails and um but did i dare put the coffee on no way because that would have woken him up <laughs> oh goodness
1: no. me. It's, hard, it's hard juggling family family and business and I think that one hour I have in the morning before anyone else gets up is precious and it's amazing how productive you can be with just an hour to yourself before the world it's yes and mornings are definitely good some people are good in the evenings but my world is a bit chaotic then so definitely that hour in the morning is is gold
0: yeah absolutely I am a bit more of a night owl I can be up until 12 o'clock doing work but That's because sometimes if my son has a nap during the day, he actually doesn't go to bed until 10 p.m., which is just crazy. Um, So I need that sort of, you know, okay, I've got a couple of things to do and then I can shut the computer down and then wind down. And then, yeah, you see it's nearly midnight. So I guess it's probably for the time in my life, I just need to roll with it. (laughs) Yes, you just... It's amazing where you fit things in when you have to, when you're running a business. Totally. So we'll move on to some rapid fire questions. What is the best book you've ever read? Uh, Well, there's actually two best books that I've
1: ever read. The first one is A Fortunate Life by A.B. Tracy. Have you heard of that book? No, I have not. So it's, it's a really old Australian book. So it's not a modern book by any means, but it's set in Australia in 1895. And I think it's probably one of the most inspirational books I've ever read that reminds us of how lucky we are in modern life and that there's something positive that can be found even in the most difficult times. Mm-hmm. So definitely read that one. Uh, And then the second book is "Solve for Happy by um, a guy called, I think you say his name is Mo Gawatt. And he is the Google X director. And if ever there was a book that was an aha moment, this was definitely it. And it's about, all about our perceptions. So our perceptions affect our happiness and how we see life. And really when we shift our perspectives, it changes how we see things. Um, And I think it's a pretty phenomenal book to help us rethink maybe the ways that we see
0: things to help us grow. Mm. Oh, I like that. That sounds right up my alley. I'll have to, I wonder if that one's on the Audible app. I'm sure. Yeah, speed read that one, (laughs) speed listen. Um, Well, I'll leave the notes for those. If there's any Amazon links to them, I'll leave them in the show notes too. Uh, who is someone that you'd love to meet in person? Oh, I, this,
1: so there's a woman I'm absolutely in awe of and her name is Dr. Libby Weaver. And yeah. she's, have you heard of her? Yes. She's amazing. <laughs> Isn't she? I just, Oh, I would just love to spend hours with her picking her brain. And I just, I love her mission. I feel speaks to me. I, you know, I think it, aligns with our brand and you know my personal philosophy and she's all about educating and inspiring people to enhance their health and happiness and I just think as a leading nutritional biochemist she explains things in such a bite-sized consumer type way that you you know it just sells you on you know health and wellness and and happiness and I just think she's the ultimate beauty boss
0: yeah Yeah, she is. I think that um, i seen a big segment of hers in the Transcendence series with the Food Matters TV. She was um, one of the sort of experts that they brought on with that series as well along with Jim Quick. So talking about, like she was talking about the nutrition side, he was talking about your brain functionality. Marie Folio was on there about your belief system and um, that was a really great series which just gave me an even deeper insight as you say, how she explains things so um, well and just a really easy to listen to person as well. Absolutely. And I think in, in beauty, we're now
1: a little bit like counselors as well, but everything is synergistic, and our skin is a, a reflection of us. You know, our skin is our house in a way. So what we eat, what our mindset is, the way we think, all affects us at a cellular level and it affects how our skin will look and function. So I think therapists, it's really important for us to understand the body as a whole. So I can't recommend reading her books and and going to any lectures. She's an amazing speaker. So going to her lectures and, and sort of hearing how she explains holistic health because it's a really great thing to take into a business
0: and talk to our clients about. Yep, definitely. What's one thing you've procrastinated about this week?
1: Uh, I'm still procrastinating on it, um, is restructuring our policies and procedures. We're getting ready to expand, which is really exciting and bringing new people into the team. So creating Policies and procedures in which to do their job is is what we're working on But that's a big one because we have to distill what we all do I mean, we're a team of three in Australia So we have to kind of take what we do every day and then try and Put that into a format which as you can imagine takes takes a long time So I keep looking at it and then thinking I'll do that a bit later So I've given
0: myself a deadline of tomorrow afternoon. So hopefully (laughs) that will be (laughs) completed. Well, thanks for joining me on the show with um being a part of your procrastinated path. <laughs> the lovely interlude, I have to say. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um what is something you would jump at if you knew you wouldn't fail?
1: Oh, do you know what I think I would probably study and be a biochemist. Which
0: oh, is yeah. That is yeah. massive. I can see you yeah. doing that
1: though. Yeah. I just, I love the body. I love science. And yeah, I think exploring the Pandora's box that is our body is, would be heaven. Not sure what I would do with it, but just learning all of that would be amazing.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. And lastly, if you were stranded on a deserted island with no wifi, what's one thing you wish you had with you? Of
1: course, I have to say my partner Daniel because he may listen to this. Uh, But if I was on a desert island, in all reality, a really good sunscreen. Yes. (laughs) A
0: true beauty boss, right there. (laughs) What's important
1: (laughs) premature aging. It's not acceptable even on an island. Totally.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you so much for joining me, Katie. It's been really lovely hearing a little bit of. your personal story and a bit more about you as well and um i've just loved reconnecting with you as well well next time i'm in sydney we'll just have to catch up for a a cocktail and um and have a good catch up together so i'd I'd love to what's that i'd love to pick your brains and spend time
1: and hear all about the exciting things you're doing as
0: well Oh, I know there needs to be, that's why I love the online side of things is really great to deliver information, but there's nothing better than having like a really good catch up in person because you can just have a good chat. Like there's a lot of people that I wish that I could pin down and just pick their brains if they were open to sharing (laughs) lots of things with me as well, but also, you know, with having fun, having fun with it as well. So Absolutely. Um, Yes. So what's next for you? Tell the audience um, a little bit about what's happening with Murad, obviously the expansion of the team. Is there any new innovative products coming? Um, And then some of your social media handles, which I'll leave in the links, but if you just want to just bring a bit of awareness to the air.
1: Sure. Gosh, well, what's up for us? Well, of course, world domination. So we're we're on a mission. We want to be, you know, we want Murad to be the brand that therapists go to. So appreciate that'll take time. But that's what we're working towards. And as a team, we're really passionate here about igniting skin's most beautiful potential. And we, we are on this personal mission, I think, to share Dr. Murad's groundbreaking skincare and really our desire to help people look and feel healthier. So... We have a big message to to share, and we want you know people to believe that healthy skin is beautiful skin. And being that we're a new company in Australia, we've been we've been going for just over a year now in the professional channel. We're we're growing really rapidly, and and we want to partner with new people. So I think we have a really exciting year ahead of us. Um, and personally, I'll be expanding my support into Asia and New Zealand so for myself it's going to be a a big terrifying and exciting year all in Uh, and then we have loads of innovation so we've got I think about seven or eight innovative new products coming out in what we call a lifestyle category so things that target stress which of course we all are um, and sleep so there's a lot of things around how we're helping people both on an emotional level a mental level and also on a at a visual level, with how we look and how all of these factors in our life affect our skin and how we look and feel so it's, it's, it's a big year ahead, um, but if you want to learn more, you can find us uh, on Instagram at Murad Skincare Australia. And, of course, you can see Murad in America as well, and our website is www.murad.com.au if you'd like to hear some more information or, or see some information on our brand.
0: Yeah, beautiful. And is there a... Um, there'll be a contact page, obviously, on there if they want to contact you to find out more information about stocking the brand within their business as well, because that's obviously something that's available to our um, bricks and mortar salons that are out there to be able to now um, offer professional Murad skincare treatments within their clinics.
1: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So we are a professional brand, so a doctor's brand that's that's very much um, heritage in, in professional skincare clinical results um so you can you can contact us private message on instagram as well or contact us via the website so any questions you have um i'm i'm here to help as i said we're a small team so we're, we're definitely all about relationships here at murad so we'd love to chat to you
0: and then you've got a personal handle i love seeing all your little traveling stories that you do so that's the traveling underscore skin guru is it yeah. Travelling underscore
1: skin underscore guru. Yeah. So it's a big, it's a big, big word for Instagram. So um, if you want to follow all of my travel and adventures, I seem to be everywhere these days, seeing our beautiful country. Um, definitely follow me and I'd love to have a chat to, to you and also to, to hear about other people's journeys as well. I love our industry and hearing what other businesses are doing. I think we learn by collaboration and we definitely learn from each other. So it's always nice to be connected with peers in the industry. I think it's really important we share.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. It's been so lovely having you. At the end of the show, we normally like to do a little giveaway um, for one of the lucky listeners that goes onto the Instagram or Facebook post of Katie's podcast interview and shares, uh, shares with us what their biggest takeaway of the interview has been. And there's been lots of golden nuggets in this one. Um, so is there anything like that you'd like to give one of our listeners, Katie?
1: Absolutely. Well, we'd like to offer our newest
0: product launch, which
1: is our Revitalixia Recovery Serum for Face and Eyes. So we've actually got five of these um, for five lucky listeners. And um, it's a new serum that's really the first of its kind to target the premature aging effects of stress and fatigue in the skin. And Lord, I don't know about you, but I'm stressed and I definitely know stress can keep me from looking my best. So if you're the same, then this is definitely the holy grail product for you. So if you think this is something you'd like to try and you need this in your life, um, as Angela said, please comment on, on the post and we'd love to get those five out to some lovely listeners.
0: Oh that's beautiful what a big surprise I didn't think you'd be giving five prizes away thank you so much My pleasure I know definitely for me with everything launch mode at the moment and selling the house I've because I have psoriasis and then that's led into psoriatic arthritis um it can really play with the my skin's immunity um that barrier function just goes write down so anything that can support us in helping our skin heal through stress is um it's great so i can't wait to try it i might comment on my own post
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'll have to get
0: you on to try and see how it treats the psoriasis oh
1: that'd be lovely thank
0: you (laughs) well it's been great having you all the best with everything and i can't wait to continue following your amazing journey katie so thanks so much
1: Thank you, and I look forward to following yours as well and connecting soon.
0: Thank you.
1: Bye.